Maybe you have to know the darkness before you can appreciate the light. And sometimes your joy is the source of your smile. But sometimes your smile can be the source of your joy. Good humor is a toxic for the body and mind. It is the best antidote for anxiety and depression. It is a business asset. It attracts and keeps friends. It lightens human burdens. And it's a direct routine to sincerity and contentment. So my friends, that's what you can say about depression. But don't give up. If you fall down or if you are low, rise up. Get up. There is hope. There is light behind every dark cloud. There's a silver lining. And no matter which way you get up, you can rise up on the side. You can rise up on your toes. But it is possible as long as you try. So hold on. Keep on trying. Never give up. If you need, fine. If you knock, someone will open. And if you ask, someone will listen. And if you cry, someone, somewhere, will dry a tear. So hold on, my friends, and know that you are loved. Know that there's people out there who wants to love you and support you and give back to the community. So don't be afraid to speak up. Be blessed. And restore. R3 with me, Ross. Today I am in the presence of a beautiful woman who I've known for such a long time. Her name is Miss Francine Manuel. So Miss Francine, I would like you to tell the audience all about who you are. Welcome to the podcast. Well, thank you so much for inviting me, Roz. I really appreciate it. And um, it's just wonderful to share space with you because you've been such a beacon of light and hope and strength and most importantly, resilience. So it's really a privilege to, to be here with you. Okay, so, so, how, so how are you? How are you doing? Well, um, if you were to describe, if you were asking me to describe myself, my old self, I would say that I was passionate, loving, mm-hmm. silly, engaging, mm-hmm. all those kind of, you know, I was a huge giver of my time and my resources and my energy. Right. And all of that kind of eroded and changed as my life kind of went off the tracks and into the ditches. So, mm. so mm. like most of your your listeners, we all experience life's ups and downs. Right. And mm-hmm. you know, I followed what I thought was the the path that would lead, you know, to success. I followed those norms. So right. Right. you know I started off I started, you know, I, I came here as a child coming from Trinidad and I did the usual things. I 
studied hard and I got my degree in psychology and life seemed good. I was, I was working at a library for many years, which is uh, where we first intersected and met. Yes. 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 And despite looking so good on paper um, Mm -hmm. and I was going through my life, I kept on feeling that there was a tug, that there was a little something more that was meant for me that I was missing. Mm -hmm. How so? Yeah, well, it's that little voice or tingling. You know, everyone describes it in such a different way. So I try to heed that calling by going back to school. And I went and started studying alternative therapeutic modalities, something that resonated a lot more with me. Mm -hmm. So would you say that because of society, the expectation, society expectation for you is what you had to become? Right. It's not up for your own self because, you know, when you come here, you have to go to school, get a degree, get a job, get married, have a car. The norms, that's the norms. But did you find your purpose with the norms or were you just going as everyone was going and not finding your purpose of who you are authentically? That's really a good question. We become almost conditioned to follow a certain script. And I did. I followed that script and I tried to achieve the landmarks that we're supposed mm-hmm. to do or what I thought right. we we're supposed to do. And right. so following the prescribed direction, mm-hmm. I had a superficial level of success, but there was always a part of me that felt empty and hollow. So I was kind of like always searching for that that little bit more. And, and how were you? No, and and so going back to school and and studying um, modalities of healing and connecting mm-hmm. with people that helped to f- fulfill that that void that I felt that I was missing. So I was now in a position where I was working full time, doing something that kind of paid the bills, right? And then on the side, I was doing something where I was receiving a sense of fulfillment. Um, but my logical mind always wanted to have that nine to five job because that was where I perceived security. Um, I didn't want to do something where I didn't have that safety net underneath me. So it comes back again to what the expectations of society that's what you the thing because when you if you have a purpose, no matter what it is, you will be fulfilled, right? No yeah. matter what it is. But when you don't find that, what you're looking and longing for, you will just go everywhere searching for that. So have seen that you've been through that part of your life, seen that you are going through and you find is that did this gravitate to you? Did you find have enough gratitude to say I'm fulfilled with what I'm doing right now? Or you still was longing for something more? It it scratched the surface, it scratched the initial itch. And mm-hmm. for a while I was able to sustain with that. But then what ended up happening is that my life just ended up just it was one more thing to make my life so much more busier. Mm-hmm. So um I started juggling my work life, my family life, um, doing my business. And right. I somehow figured out how to do all of those things. Mm-hmm. But 
um, it was more of a grind, you know, you were. Okay, so the fulfillment, the fulfillment was still wasn't there. It wasn't 100% exactly. what you was expecting to have. It still, exactly. it was still longing for something more. That's right. Right. So seeing that you was longing for that, you know that we just went through this pandemic where mm -hmm. it was overwhelming by so much people and so much things. Yeah. Well, some people get good out of it and some people had struggles. How would you say it affected you negatively and positively? What ways do you think it affected you? In a negative way and a positive way, how do you think it affected you? Mm, that, that, is, um, that is a really good question. For me, when the pandemic hit, I was in a positive way. I was very fortunate and blessed. I didn't have to worry about the financial aspects of it. Right. Because I, I wasn't laid off. Uh, I didn't, I wasn't fired. And for many people, that was something that they had to contend with. And it was a big struggle. Yeah. But it did mean that um, since now a lot of things was done virtually for me at work, layer of fear and uncertainty with the restrictions and the curfews. Right. So I mm -hmm. could feel my reality was, was shifting. Mm hmm and with that there was the fine the, there was the but it did mean that it was just one more thing and I remember at that time if you would go to Costco you would wait in line sometimes an hour or two just to get inside right. mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. the, the scarcity you know no toilet mm -hmm. paper mm -hmm. you know the whole what? You remember that? Yeah. <laughs> no, that's that. no, no, that's passe right now. Imagine, imagine yes. that. <laughs> yes. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that was a negative and a positive. So what was that's the positive it. that you did well? So with all that being said, are you trying to find a purpose? You're trying to to find where you are. You're longing for something else. And there a little niche came to me and says, I, I just saw something on Facebook. And what is that about? So I, I called you up and said, hey, what's going on? And you sent me to say that you're writing a book. So right. what is the why? What is your why for writing a book? What's okay. the purpose for writing this book? What fulfillment do you think you'll get from writing this book? This pandemic uh, and uh, just let me back up a little bit. Mm -hmm. Through the pandemic, um, my work situation, the, the stress level increased incrementally. And then I had a family member that was um, point where uh, there wasn't enough hours in the day for me to accomplish everything. Right. I started working later and just trying to do more, 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 more. Mm -hmm. And it reached a point where I couldn't do anything more. I just, mm -hmm. I just broke down. I... Yeah. I was at work late one night, which wasn't unusual for me. And I sat at my desk and I just started crying. I felt mm -hmm. so, I felt as if I just couldn't do anything more. I was empty and depleted. Mm -hmm. And so you wasn't selfish enough to take care of you so you could take care of others. You were taking care of everyone else and not taking care of you. So after when that selfishness come now to take care of you, you had nothing else to give. That's it was in the state where you had nothing to give and you need to figure out what to do. So when you had that meltdown, what did you, what were you able to do? And what resources did you go find? And how did you get the help you need 
to talking to me right now and then how it comes about to where you are right now in your present state of your your your, your season it was really an evolution and in very small increments so wow. for the longest time i did go see a doctor and i was put on um sick leave mm-hmm. and for the first few months i was in a like a numb state um i slept but didn't sleep in the sense that i was exhausted but so exhausted that my mind would be going around endlessly chattering mm. to me and it wouldn't let me sleep mm. so i was tired but i couldn't sleep and then that left me in a state where i was like a zombie throughout my day a day would pass by and it would feel almost like an hour i would get oh, up wow. and it would be like five o'clock next thing i knew at night so i was like in a fugue state where time had no meaning and that went on for the longest time i shut out the world and yes. um that would be family members um and i just went in but in the sense that um when i was inside of myself it was more like a bubble that i had put around myself so oh. that i could penetrate oh. it i didn't have the voice to be able to ask for any help oh my darling oh and That's i didn't that. have at that time the awareness Mm-hmm. um to identify what i was going through it wasn't only a burnout which that i was able to name mm-hmm. but i was going through a depression and anxiety wow and that so- for me mm-hmm. was mm-hmm. really hard to acknowledge and even harder to vocalize to anyone else wow so you going through you work yourself tirelessly you melt down now you think that you have a burnout but you can't coincide with depression or anxiety so when you go into all this right now who is the outlet where do you get this to help who is saying okay you have to get up to get out of this who is that that one person that is saying i got you i got you and how were you able to get out of that i did start receiving some uh, help um through professionals so i was seeing mm-hmm. psychologists and and therapists that is uh, a very necessary part of the healing right and intermingled with that i went and fell back into one of my true loves which was writing which had been dormant for so many years they would surface and then i would get busy and it would go underneath and so during that those darkest moments of my life i started thinking mm-hmm. all of the hurt and pain and toxicity i was able to purge it onto a page wow. and write and write and write and days on end weeks on end months on end i was writing mm-hmm. so when you decide to write how did you come about this book you just said okay i think i'm going to just write a book now because you know in our culture man you know we don't like to talk about what we are going through because there's so much people is going through 
different things in their lives and they just keep it inside because they don't trust anyone. They have lots of pride. They feel that it's their fault and they don't know how to verbalize it to get the help that is needed. So seeing that you just, you are going through and you've been through, how would you be able to tell one person that will be listening to the podcast, you know, this is what you can do, or that's what I did. How can you do that to help someone else at this time? Um, anxiety and depression and burnout still have so much of a stigma attached to it. But when we keep silent about these things, it will always continue to be so. And so as I started healing through my writing and the support I received from professionals, I began to realize that that this burnout was really a blessing in the skies in the sense that it gave me a chance to now reflect, reevaluate, and reshape the direction that I wanted to go in. A chance to use my voice, not only for myself, which had been suppressed for so long, but to speak for those that could not speak in their time of despair. Because as I became more conscious, I started to attract other people into my lives that were also going through wow. similar situations and were able to open up and share with me. Mm -hmm. And I realized mm -hmm. that this was so prevalent in our society and in our culture. And right. people need to be aware that it doesn't make you a failure. It's not something that you need to be ashamed of. And unless you voice it and ask for the help that you need, it can be a very uh, debilitating life circumstance. But you can get through it. You can go beyond it. And being able to, as I was healing, turn around and help others um, by acknowledging, accepting, and encouraging them and reassuring them that the moment that they are feeling now, that feeling of emptiness and despair, it's transitory. It will not always feel that way. So don't take any action on that particular feeling and know that tomorrow's a new day and it can and it will get better. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you said something very um, interesting that they will get out of it. But sometimes people are so low when they're going through this disease. It is a disease, you know, yeah. that they don't even think they have a way out. They don't think they are strong enough to, to get up out of it. And as I say to many people that I have spoken to and people that I know have been through that is that you have to just find that why, you know, that why, why do I want to survive? Or what's the reason? What's, what, what am I here? What's the purpose? Because sometimes we find that we don't have a purpose. We're just so lost because we have so much things we are trying to do, as you said, and you're trying to help and fix everyone's problem. You don't take the time to even find you, you know? So I always say to everyone, be selfish enough to love yourself first, then you could be able to love somebody else. Because if you're not selfish enough to take care of you, you cannot help anyone. 
And I'm so happy right now to hear that you're in a place where you go and get the help that you need and you are able to to function. And it doesn't happen overnight that you'll be fine, but with with uh, repetition, with discipline, with support, I know you can make it. So Fran, I'm so proud of you right now. I'm so proud of you that you have the strength and the courage to come out and speak about it. Speak about it. So tell us all about your book. So because you fall back into writing, you decided to write a book. Well, what happened is that over time, the pages became pages accumulated. And I realized that I could finally have the opportunity of maybe allowing this to be of use to someone else. That's right. All of these pages became that book that had always, it had always been something that I vocalized I wanted to do. And now I had that opportunity of being able to share that hope to other people that they could get beyond their current circumstances. But that is beautiful. So how are you planning to to help the community now with your book? Because you want to help that, but how are you going to plan to help them with the book? Well, the my book is not just going into the darkness of my experience, whereas you mentioned sometimes you just feel that there are no options. It mm-hmm. can be a dark place, but it shows you that there is light at that end of that tunnel and Amen. that there is hope. Yes. And people need to hear that message too that they can thrive and things can get better. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So my Mm -hmm. book is one of a journey of from situations and circumstances that led me to a dark place, but through transformation and healing, I was able to now get in touch with the, the, the voice inside of me that said, you know what, you need to do what you were meant to do, which for me, was writing and I have for so long I finally Mm -hmm. feel that I'm coming home to my truth and with it my voice to be able to uh, speak and acknowledge my truth Mm -hmm. to set up boundaries that weren't always there before right uh and and to not always be a people pleaser because sometimes we want to make so many other people happy that we're filling everyone else's glasses and meanwhile ours is on empty. So Mm. journey really has allowed me to become self full. Yeah. Feeling self. Mm -hmm. And I have to do that first before I can be a caregiver, a wife, daughter. Yes. Anyone else. I need you have to replenish to. myself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You have to, because without you taking care of you, you will be with people in your life and you will be so miserable. You'll be miserable. You're going to feel frustrated. You're going to be agitated because you, you, you don't, you're not where you want to be. You're not there. And you gravitate into something that you cannot hold on to. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. Right now, you're in a place where you are finding you, and you have sometimes too. You know, you have to really fall to see how you could really get up. Because if you keep on going and going and going, and 
you're still not being fulfilled, but you're just holding on, as I said, the people pleaser because you want to get that. You know, 100% of what you're saying, I agree with in the sense mm-hmm. that um, my breakdown gave me a grace period to slow down. Yeah. I was forced to slow down. And in that time, I was able to reevaluate and see, am I, is my trajectory, is the path that I am on really the direction that I want to go in. I had to look at some hard truths and stop. Mm -hmm. Think I started going inside for my answers instead Mm -hmm. of going externally for the approval or what the expectations are outside of me is. And that made a huge and is making a huge difference in my life. What is validated? You want someone to validate and say, oh, wow, that's great. Thank you so much. You did a great job. I really appreciate you. But then inside you are falling apart because you're trying to please everybody. And you can't. And you can't. Rebuild, restore is the name of the podcast. Which tree would you say you are in the season right now? Which one would you say you're in the season now? I would say I'm straddling too. I am definitely recharging because I'm learning that I have to um, continuously learn how to take better care of myself, listen to my body, listen to my heart and soul when it's speaking to me so that I'm not missing out on those little nudges that tell me this is what you are meant to do and this is what you need. And as I listen more and more to that voice, I'm rebuilding and awesome. with that rebuilding, I'm finding my sense of purpose. Yes. Doors are opening up. Um, yes. Meeting people that align with my vision and where I want to go. Right. Time after time, these little mini, I'm going to call it aha moments or little uh, synchronicities, right. little miracles yes. just keep popping up. And I'm right. I know this is not on accident. It's because I'm following my true calling, my true mm-hmm. path, that I'm opening up to abundance, prosperity, and wonderful, yes. wonderful, fabulous things. I'm starting to live the life that I was meant to, and it feels wonderful. Well, that's like a poetry album. That's not because I think it's wonderful what you just said. And it's important to know that. But sometimes too, it has to take a lot from us so we could be able to say, yes, I need to take care of me. Because mm-hmm. truly, if you don't take care of you, nobody will take care of you. No matter what no one says, it could be the best friend, it could be mom, dad, you can't. The only person that could really take care of you and know what your needs are, it's you. So finding that that purpose that you are finding right now and having the joy that you were so longing for and you are captivating the joy, I think it's wonderful. I think it's wonderful that you can have that. Thank you. I'm really learning how to be a human being rather than being a human doing. Wow. That's a good one. Being a human being than a doing. Human doing. Okay. That sounds great. So in uh, the archery community, we always ask our future guests, to either leave us an encouraging word or a powerful quote, a poem or song. You can do whatever you like or you can do all if you like. It's up to you. Well, it would be my pleasure to share with you one of my poems, which will be featuring in my upcoming um, book that will be released um, this month. Right. And uh, the title of it is called Mired. Mired. Go ahead. Take it away. Okay. Here we go. Submerged 
in the inky depths, my limbs flail, suction, yanking at my soul. My spirit is a husk rattling around, a chime in the breeze, sluggish, so much energy needed to think, breathe, function. Let me roll over, lay my head down into the oblivion of nights of tumultuous limbo. Fatigued and weary, my mind racing on its ceaseless wheel, exhaustion, coaxing, mm. nudging, poking, mm. and prodding, teasing that nirvana of REM is not part of my destiny. Wow. Utility is my mantle. Oh, wow. This is so dark, but so beautiful how you read it. It's just that. So now, are you on the mantle now or are you still down in the bottom? I'm definitely moving on up. And uh, I, I see such um, beauty in the horizons that, um, that are in front of me. And uh, hope and joy are definitely uh, flanking me on either side. So it's, it's, um, it's wonderful to feel that transition. Mm-hmm. Been going from those uh, dark, dark places, and now being able to see the sunshine, uh, right. see the blessings, and mm-hmm. uh, know that there's so much more exciting things coming down further along the path. So much, and as long as you keep on holding to your passion and what you believe deep in your heart, as long as you believe it, it could be manifest and it could be real. And I think I've already seen that. So where can we find you? Where can we find you to know more about the book and to know about, are you launching a book? And when are you launching a book? And how can we find all the information about Ms. France Emmanuel? Well, thank you for asking. I am on three platforms. So I'm at um, uh, Facebook. You can connect with me at Francine Manuel underscore author. On Instagram, I'm at Francine underscore Manuel underscore author and TikTok. I'm at Francine underscore Manuel. So I'm really excited. My debut book of poetry is going to be launched uh, this June 21st. Um, I'm going to be available on Amazon and I'm so, so excited to and humbled making myself vulnerable to share my process with the world and to offer other people hope and hopefully inspiration as well. Well, Ms. Francis, I want to say thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. I appreciate you for your friendship and appreciate you that you have the strength to come and be vulnerable on this platform to let someone hear that it's okay to be low. It's okay to have anxiety. It's okay to fall down. But you didn't stay there. You got up and you keep on striving to be the best version of what you could become in your own right and in your own time and space. So it's not a race for anyone. Everyone have different stories. Everyone have different um, space they can create to become where they want to and have to, or if they would like to in their own right time. And you coming to tell others about your journey 
it just gives everyone hope. And I hope and pray that God continue to shower you with strength and resilience and faith and hope and love, knowing that you're loved, know that you're loved, know that you you have support and you should not be afraid to ask for any help because there is people out there that will help you no matter what. Because sometimes we think that there is no one there and we get a no answer and we give up. We shouldn't. It applies to myself as well. You just keep on going until the right person will come into your life and they will shower you with unconditional support that you will say, wow, it's possible. So I appreciate you right now. I really do. People need to know that they are not alone. Right. They need to know that. And I would like just to add a quick shout out to uh, Vanessa King, who was and is my um, book designer and editor. And she was instrumental in in helping me uh, get my book out there. And she's on IG, uh, Instagram at Vanessa King Story. So um, it was a combined effort uh, to bring my book birthed into this world and well, a I just huge to... thank you to you Roz because uh, I've been listening to your podcast and you're such an inspiration uh, to so many so uh, thank you so much for having me here today I appreciate you I thank you God bless you have a beautiful rest of the evening be blessed please come back with a follow up we'll call you back soon to tell us how it went with the book let us know all about your virtual um person that you will have and we can come and support for sure because it's important to support one one cannot build a community it builds with three and four and five so community rules and that's what i try to do with my with my people so you have a beautiful evening miss miss francine and i talk to you soon i appreciate Hey guys, yes, don't forget to like and share the podcast and as well on the 26th of June from 9am to 1pm at the Olympic Park in Penco, Quebec, I'm doing a 10k run to honor my late husband Lennox Lewis for the ALS Foundation of Quebec. Like and share come out and support and give back to the community. We will appreciate it and they will appreciate you. So I'm saying thank you right now. I hope to see you guys there. I'm super excited. I feel it. I receive it. I'm giving it back to you guys. Peace.